Welcome to the Jennings Wire online magazine podcast series where we feature interviews with top authors and experts. My name is Stacey Emerald Kaufman. I'm the radio director of Annie Jennings PR, the national firm behind the online feature magazine sensation, JenningsWire.com, a special community of bloggers and podcasters that is capturing the heart of America. There's nothing like it on the web, and we invite you to visit JenningsWire.com to discover the blogger that is just right for you. And today's guest is Dave Parker. He's a radio talk show host heard weekdays, 10 to noon, on AM 790 WNIS in Norfolk, Virginia. He has appeared on the O'Reilly Factor CNN, and his monthly columns can be found in Coastal Virginia Magazine. Dave is also the author of History Next Door. So welcome, Dave. Hi, Stacey. It's great to be here. Well, it's great to have you. Let's talk a little bit about the primary elections coming up. What do you think the common thread is right now in the primary campaigns, and what is driving it? Well, it is right now it's all about the anti-establishment, and you can see that whether it's Bernie Sanders versus Hillary Clinton, maybe uh, Joe Biden come up in a couple of weeks, that's the Democratic side. Uh, it is certainly the buzz on the Republican side. I mean, you've got Ben Carson, Donald Trump, who are, you know, atop the leaderboard. These are individuals who have no political experience. They've held no political office, and yet people, for some reason, uh, are very adamant about supporting them. Also, Carly Fiorina, who continues to do very well. So the anti-establishment theme, that is what is driving so much of what we are seeing in the early weeks of this primary season. And, Dave, how important are the early primaries? Uh, when talking about Iowa, New Hampshire, these early primaries, how important are they in the upcoming election? Well, it, it, it's all about, of course, momentum. What does momentum mean? Why is that important? It's, it, it's important because you want to excite primary or caucus voters a little you know, further down the line. And, of course, it all comes down to money. And, you know, Stacey, what's important is we hear so much press about the primaries. We hear so much press about polling and, and what this means for the establishment. But I think a lot of that is really short-sighted, given that the first primary, it's, you know, it's not until February 1st. I think people forget about that. We're already having the, uh, the debates, and people are so focused on that kind of stuff. But what you don't hear enough about is who actually votes in the upcoming primaries or attends these caucuses. What's their motivation? How do they differ from those who vote in the general election, and we've got enough numbers, we have enough polling data to suggest that po primary voters are often quite different than general election voters. They're more in tune with the issues, they're more motivated, they're more passionate. And why is that important? That's important is because it allows some candidates who may be viewed as fringe candidates to take advantage of voter sympathies in a way that they wouldn't be able to in a general election. Dave, let's talk about how some candidates, they succeed early, maybe taking advantage of the primary voters and their knowledge about what's going on uh, in the country, in the, in the world here. And so these candidates that succeed early, sometimes they'll fall out of the race. Why is that? A uh, perfect example is the immigration issue. You know, both Democrats and Republicans have been talking about immigration for decades there's been some legislation you know especially back in the 80s there's been some legislation from time to time um, but then you have a guy like donald trump he shows up on the scene and he talks about it in a most bellicose fashion and that language ignites this motivation that you have in some primary voters many republican voters are not just frustrated but but they're actually angry over the president's executive orders for 
you know, deferred deportation, which right now is, is hung up in the court system. So you have this anger and this frustration. That anger and frustration is able to find a voice in, say, Donald Trump. So a guy who was a punchline before announcing, and even shortly thereafter, now uh, the possibility in, in the early primary states of maybe Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, and Nevada, and Nevada rather, you know, this guy now finds him, himself leading in all the polls and has the ability to play off of those emotions in this fairly thin slice of the electorate right at the early start of the game. And you talked a little bit about uh, voters and uh, being upset. Yeah. Do you feel like right now the climate, the, the, the electorate type of climate, is such that uh, there's a lot of unrest, that people are just unhappy? Yeah, I think that's, that's definitely what's driving this. You know, people, when, when people are motivated as voters, it's typically when they are upset about something. You know, when people are, you know, calling like my show or they're writing op-eds, it's not because they're really, really happy about stuff. It's because they're upset about things. So, so then you have to ask, okay, what are they so upset about? They're upset because they don't feel like their issues are being addressed. Why aren't their issues being addressed? It's because we have a political system that doesn't allow one party uh, to call all the shots. And right now we have gridlock. We have individuals who are beholden to the primary system of their, poli their uh, certain political party. The, uh, Stacey, the, the, the counties uh, that, uh, where people are, are trying to get reelected, they are bluer than they've ever been. They're redder than, they're, than they've ever been. So you have individuals in Congress who run to the right or they run to the left. Then when they get to Congress, they feel like they don't want to offend their voters back home, so they stand their ground. They stand their ground against people who are also standing their ground on the other side of the aisle, and nothing happens. People get upset about it. Dave, and if you could give one piece of advice to people out there who uh, would be voting in the primaries or people who wouldn't be and you maybe might suggest, hey, get out there and vote, what would it be? Uh, I would take advantage of this thing called the Internet. Uh, we used to have the, uh, the library, and now we call it Google. And there's all kinds of information out there that not only would be on their websites, but, of course, everybody has a YouTube clip somewhere. So I think when individuals get behind somebody, hey, I heard this person talk about, uh, you know, uh, example X or issue X, and I really like the way they talked about it. Well, what is it actually that they're saying? So I think it's incumbent upon these voters to go to their websites Check out the information that's that's actually there. Go to YouTube, type in things, uh, listen to talk shows, see if the talk show host brings up some of those issues. But I don't think it's enough for voters to say, I really, really like the way that candidate is upset about the issue. It's fine. You know, emotion only gets you so far. But what is it actually that they stand for? What is their reasoning? How deep can they go in a debate? Can they go one, two, three in debating somebody else? So find out what really is the meat behind the sizzle. All right, Dave, and one of those talk shows, of course, is yours. Our listeners can listen in to the Dave Parker Show, again, weekdays, 10 a.m. to noon Eastern Time on AM 790 WNIS. You can hear that around the world on WNIS.com, and you can find Dave on Twitter at It's Dave Parker, also Instagram at Dave Parker the number one. Thanks again, Dave, for being here. Thank you, Stacy. 
And this podcast is presented by Annie Jennings of the national publicity firm, Annie Jennings PR, the creator of Jennings Wire Online Magazine. Jennings Wire is capturing the heart of America with a rich community of talented, insightful, and relevant bloggers and podcasters. So please visit JenningsWire.com and discover the blogger that's just right for you. Till next time.